Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, usually start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and then like, comes oh, a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Anyway, it's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> it is the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media Today. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. Oh, wait. <laughs> I heard her. I heard her say I'm coming. We'll wait for her on this part. Are you there? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, anyways, I am y'all millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. Who is super famous, by the way. <laughs> Jeer Jeer is super famous. I don't think anybody knows our names, but they all know Jeer Jeer's name. Hey. Jeer Jeer. And you Jeer. say it just like that. Uh, Jeer Jeer uh, just celebrated her dirty 30. Happy 30th, babes. Hey, turn up and I feel so old <laughs> i'm tired of you saying that because here's the thing when you say when you say 30 is old and we're not 30 we're beyond 30 like that that is just super disrespectful like it's super disrespectful anyway we have the chatter chick checking in she had to get some water she waited until we had to go on live to get up yeah. and get some water. This is this is the, this is this is what I'm talking about. Disrespectful. I love her to death. Chatter chick just does what she wants. She don't care. She don't care. She runs. She, Here she goes. Look, she just come in whenever she wants. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what you talking about? What I had to get some water. I ain't even have no water in my refrigerator. I only had like some coolers in the Corona. I almost came on with that. Like, no, I don't think that's cool. You know, we got to have juice boxes. Yeah, I know. So I found the little, little spigot. Introduce water. yourself, woman. Hi, I'm the Chatter Chick. Hi, everyone. Hi. Good, to, good to see everybody. Did you hear your millennial chick say we were like, we're dirt? Because she says she's 30 and we're and she's old. So we're like dirt. Like, yeah. we're like tails of the crit old. Yeah, dear, you be disrespectful on a couple levels. So though. disrespectful. What? So disrespectful. So disrespectful. You guys. Nuh-uh. No. What you mean? Anyway. We old. <laughs> yeah. We already Girl. have old ears. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know what? I won't be mad. I'm not mad, really, because I do have old bones. Believe me, I make noise when I get up and when I sit down. No, I don't. <laughs> I do. Yes, you do. I ain't making. I ain't making no. I ain't making no noises like sitting down and getting up. But you like, know what? Ugh, I, ugh, I feel it coming. I'd be like, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> I told somebody. I was like, listen, I ain't dating no dude that got to get up on the ones and twos. You know, they be one, two. Ugh. I'm not dating that dude. I can't do the, the ones and the twos. <laughs> So <laughs> like you you gotta still jump up. I can still jump up. I need you to do that too, boo. I need well, you, to you might have I to get you a little 20 year old. Well, you don't want to do a 30 year old because they're old. They're old. <laughs> 30 year olds filling out AARP applications. He's 30. You. Oh, no. Woo, man. <laughs> you go to movies with them, they'd be like, yo, can I get your 
your discount, your ARP. That's like, no, boy, the movie's only four dollars. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's a shame. All right, it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. We have a special guest who'll be checking in today. Uh, Latia Brock, that's her name. Latia Brock has a lot of hats. Um, She is a singer. She is a, um, she's a photographer. She is a life coach. Um, Oh my gosh. And she's also a CEO. She has a nonprofit organization and that nonprofit organization is called the, um, the Robinson Foundation. And she's going to tell us about that. And she's also going to Richardson, I'm sorry, the Richardson Foundation, not Robinson, excuse me. Um, And then she's going to share with us a story about um, the untimely death of her brother Um, and she really is limited with providing information, but the focus is that when you have a loved one that is incarcerated, um, you know, the care is not there. And so when things happen, if your loved one who's incarcerated falls ill, or if they die, the family is left with so many questions left unanswered. Um, and so, you know, she is now, um, in search of, uh, those answers. So we're going to talk to her during the second half. So Latia should be um, checking in shortly. We're gonna um, we're gonna check out uh, hot topics right now and then get and then cover some uh, who the f cares news. So Lashawn, you might not know this because you don't check your Facebook page as often, but Sorry. Facebook is now going to be called Meta. Hmm, okay, Meta like Meta World Peace. <laughs> Meta World um, Peace, not owned by Meta World Peace. Mark Zuckerberg. Um, just announced that he's changing Facebook's company name mm-hmm. to Meta. It's in mm-hmm. an effort to rebrand the company. It's going to be the name. Uh, the Meta will be the name of the umbrella company of the apps, Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp, which I use all of them. Zuckerberg said in his announcement, I've been thinking a lot about our identity as we begin this next chapter. Facebook was one of the most used products in the history of the world. It is an iconic social media brand, but increasingly, it just doesn't encompass everything that we do. My translation to that, we've been getting a lot of problems from people. Um, people have been wanting to come at us in lawsuits and stuff. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to change our name and then hope that nobody right. knows it's us. Yeah, you, you change your name, you go underneath a different umbrella, different company. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's big business. Big business. Yeah. Business. Yeah. So... Um, it just sounds like, oh, let's go on Meta. Like, no, I don't like it. And not that he cares about my, about my opinion, but it just, I don't know. I mean, I can you just like, let's use Meta in a sentence. So we said, hey, so what's your Meta? <laughs> Did you see this on Meta today? Oh, I was following well, you on Meta. Hmm? Well, I'm going on Meta and you'll, you'll be able to find me. You know what I'm saying? I'm on Meta. I'm on Meta. What's your oh, Meta? Yeah. That's, your that's meta a new handle? word. I mean, I can hear what I hear you guys saying, and I hear it. Yeah, people are going to be using it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody dropping Facebook. That's why it's a multi-billion trillion dollar thing. The thing mm-hmm. is, is to right now buy some stock in Meta. I'm sure. on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because mm. yep. there's just in a lot of hot water with the political ads and the. You know, that's why that's why he's moving the meta and then the problems that they're facing it, it's still the tell, same company though so you know, he's trying to tell any of his stockholders something's going to be changing with that so get out of that facebook move over to i just meta. want an 800 number i just want customer service can we just get a customer service you're not number? gonna do that you, facebook. That's, not, that's not 
they would have a customer service number. I just want a customer service number. I don't care what your name is. Your name could be SpaghettiOs. Can we get an 800 number, Mr. SpaghettiOs? Can we just get an 800 mm-hmm. number? That's all I want. Because yeah. I want to know why I can't boost my posts. Yeah. yeah. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were able would be able to boost right. it. I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Matter. Okay, so while we ponder on that, let's talk about Caitlyn Jenner. She's um, in the news, and she's coming to the rescue of comedian Dave Chappelle. You know, Dave Chappelle wow. last week was in hot water um, after his uh, Netflix special, The Closer, and you know him coming at him allegedly coming after after the LGBTQ plus community, um, where you know they've threatened to leave, they threatened to sue, and they wanted him canceled. Caitlin took to Twitter because that's what you do. Right. It says Dave Chappelle is 100% right. This isn't about the LGBTQ movement. Um, it's about woke cancel culture run amok, trying to silence free speech. We must never yield or bow to those who wish to stop us from speaking our minds. Um, and he has responded to his critics and said that he would speak to the trans community, but he will not be summoned. He's like, I'm going to listen to y'all, but yeah. y'all not going to tell me what to do. So, right. you know, right. and he's saying that he understands that they're upset, but these are just jokes. Like, yeah. It's funny. yeah. Me and my mom was talking about this earlier today. And um, she had said how, everything now is like so sensitive she said back in the day uh when richard Pryor would make his jokes about so many things like people wouldn't say nothing yeah red fox dick gregory that's what it was but those were comedians like comedians would say something it's a comedian you Mm -hmm. know now we're so sensitive about everything when it comes to comedians i really think it's like they can say what they want because they're they're funny um yeah and they're funny they even he even had the LGBTQ plus community laughing whenever he did the show. He talked right. about everybody. They were in there cracking up because sometimes the comedian's jokes have some truth in it and makes you look at it. You'd be like, oh. And That's, Dave Chappelle they're is observers. They're right. observers. All they do exactly. is observe stuff. Yep. And Dave Chappelle and is one comedian that tells pretty much the truth on a lot of stuff that he says mm-hmm. and i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah because he's a, he's a smart comedian mm-hmm. so um yeah i'm like when you keep when you stop comedians from telling jokes then it's come gonna on. be a boring world it's, it is yeah. going to be a What's super the point? boring world What's the point of it you know like that's what we want to hear and sometimes those jokes you know they can be a little you know rude or nasty or whatever but that's the job you know what i'm saying that's part of being a that's mm-hmm. what a true comedian is that's a you comedian know? they do yeah. you're like come on i don't they think it's silencing comedians i don't know like like you said it's gonna be boring when am i gonna sit yeah. there and talk you know what i'm saying like i mean like dave Chappelle said you can you can come at little babe the baby who murdered somebody in walmart and not touch his career but have him say something about somebody doing something in a car and you catch AIDS and he's canceled. Um, he's not really canceled though. I think this attention actually sparked his, his reputation just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Dave Chappelle has always been uh, that person. He's always been that comedian. And I was talking to a comedian yesterday, Dave Bracey, I believe, and he has a podcast. I have to check, I have to pull it up, but he has a podcast and he was just saying it's really hard 
uh, being a comedian, if you are a successful comedian, like at a super level, like a high level, you have mm-hmm. a stronger influence where, you know, people will try harder to knock you off that post. Whereas mm-hmm. him either being starting up, well, he's like mid-level, he's pretty popular um, in, cer- in certain circuits, but people have tried to knock him off. And it's just like, why are you wasting all this energy trying to get me? You know what I'm saying? Like there are other people, and but some people do it so that they can shine just from right. their efforts of trying yeah. to knock that person off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, we're doing anything for the, for the meta. Yeah. <laughs> for the meta. We're doing anything for the meta. We're doing anything for the meta. So I was trying yeah, to use not, it in a sentence. It still didn't yeah, work. Yeah, that, that didn't work, Kiki. Right. But exactly. That's a good try. No, and it's just, Dave Chappelle gonna be, and I love how unbothered he is with this. He is like, eh, you know, like whatever, like it is what it is. I mean, I guess that's good to talk to people, but like, mm-hmm. me, you know, I still stand by what I said. I'm a comedian, this is my job. So, like, mm-hmm. it is what it is, you know. Yeah. That life, you know what I mean? Like, there's people who've done way worse things, like, like you said, and we haven't canceled them with it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, is on uh, R. Kelly's with everything you know what i mean people are still buying and listening to his music and you know standing out there supporting him with all the stuff he did and so mm-hmm. like, dope like come on now like it, right well yeah it'll, it'll, it'll die over i was actually surprised that caitlin jenner um defended him because she's running for governor out here of California. And so, you know, that's one thing you don't want to lose is the LGBTQ vote, the black vote, the Hispanic vote, and the LGBTQ plus community vote. So if she's still running for government or governor of California, you know, I would love to see how that she wants everybody to work together and be a team. Mm-hmm. You know, I get it. And that's okay. the way it should be. I okay. think so. I don't know. I like I like whenever the the comedians roast each other. You ever see that when they roast people? Oh love man, God, you so talk about hard, some hard stuff. It is so hard like. Are we going to stop? We're going to take those away. Those oh. roast away. I mean, they get so downright dirty. I'm like, oh, that's so mean. Oh. But it's funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. We're just so sensitive. Oh my, like, oh my goodness. I mean, people yeah. they fight you over mama jokes. Like you can you can say something about my mother, right? My mother's gone. She's been in glory for a long time. You can say something about her, but that doesn't, that ain't going to hurt me because I know who my mom was, you know, mm-hmm. and I know who my dad was. So I'm not going to fight you over that. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you just got to show up something different. You I say would. that, I'm going to show you something. You say something, you say something about my people, I'm going to show you something different about my people. This is right. not how we get down. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more that cancel. Tell, tell Fred to shut up. We ain't going to do no more. <laughs> he's he's actually on an interview too. Sorry. I was looking, so, I was like, Sound. Urban Media Today Talk Sports is coming up next, but uh, Trevin is actually on another interview, so that's why I didn't know you could pick him up. All day long. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring my mic closer. I don't know if that'll bring make your mic closer. Anyway, so okay, so Jada Pinkett Smith does it again. She opened her mouth and she she talked about her relationship, actually their sexual relationship with her husband Will Smith. On the Red Table Talk, Wednesday's episode, a conversation about having discussions with your partner about sex and discussed um, how many people grew up with the thought about talking uh, 
with the thought that talking about sex was taboo. She mentioned that she and Will have been together since their 20s and that she had the philosophy about sex. If you love me, then you should know what I want. I, I get that statement. A lot of websites created headlines like Jada Pinkett Smith reveals why it's difficult to maintain a sex life with Will Smith. I don't think that's what she meant. Um, yeah. She took to Twitter um, and said, only because I have time today, stop making up headlines. Watch the red table talk I did with Gwyneth Paltrow for yourselves. Will and I never had an issue in the bedroom. So Gwyneth Paltrow is actually, um, I believe she either wrote a book or she has a sex toy line. Um, I saw her talking to Savannah Guthrie about this on the Today Show and it was so awkward and uncomfortable to watch, but <laughs> because it's today's show and Savannah Guthrie's like, oh my God, I have two small children. So, but you know, they're talking, <laughs> How did they they're talking get about sex and, you know, I, I'm, I'm still approved in a way, but when you talk about sex, it is healthy conversation because you're learning things. And so when you listen to Angela Yee's podcast, oh, oh God, like I bless just thinking about it, but it is healthy to have conversation, especially with other women who may be your age and you can learn something from them and they can learn something from you and, and you, you or you hear yourself and you feel kind of silly having those thoughts that you have, like, damn, I didn't really think that this was that, or I was that way. Um, and But then when you think about Will Smith, you're like, Will Smith? Like, mm-hmm. I thought he would break backs in the bed. Mm-hmm. So did she say Clearly he was a bad not. lover or is I simply know. because they've she been said together? they have no problems. I think that, that someone, someone... They twisted her words, basically. Twisted her words, so yeah. I, I get yeah I'm, a, I'm a mute, y'all go ahead and talk. I will, I didn't really get a chance to catch the um the the show the interview, but re- from reading what she had tweeted and just going back and doing a little bit of research, I understand what she means by that. You know, like autumn because automatically you would think when you're with your partner, they love you, you love them, you communicate that with them, they should automatically get it right. That's how I think, and that that has happened with me too. Automatically, I thought, oh, he's gonna understand, he won't get it, and he didn't. You know what I mean? So it's like, unfortunately, you have to keep repeating yourself. So even in a marriage of someone that you've been with, like with Jada and Will for twenty something years, and it can be rough. So I get what she meant by that. I don't think she meant to say. I don't think she meant like, oh sex is what will is bad this is why i went off with august alcina or you something like that and i think that's where they was trying to you know stir a little bit of the pot up you know but i don't think that's what she meant i and because i've been there before and with someone who i wasn't with for that long so I, I get what she's saying but you know people going you know like i said twist up her words and you know because she had that fling with august and the whole stuff with tupac they going they gonna make it look bad but i understand you jada i get what you're saying boo i get it I just think it's funny, you know, <laughs> like people bring up their whole sex lives and I know it's a talk show and we have one here. And, and so I don't think everything's everybody's business. And then if you're in a, if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're telling your side and not their side. I think that's a little bit too much. So, and, and, but to get back to what, what Jada was saying, like, I mean, if you, you got to communicate everything in a relationship, how you feel, you know, if this makes you mad, if this makes you happy, if this, you know, so sexually, you still got to have the same conversation. So I get what she's saying. She, she just didn't have, they have, she's telling people in relationship, have the conversation. You can't assume that just because you've been with them and you did the loud, loud screaming that they're thinking, oh, they're, you know, breaking down walls. But if you don't tell them, 
you know, like I want this. This is what I require. You got to in relationships, you got to do that, period. So, you know, just because it's Jada and she's and she talks and she's a talker, they take everything she says, everything, and they're gonna put it against Will. Now she she Will could probably be like the worst lover, but it's her man. She can be with him as long as she wants. Mm-hmm. Terrible and I can't see neither one of them as bad and bad. Actually, yeah, you said neither one of them. Ah, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just, I'm... It has to be a type thing. Like, Will wouldn't be my type. I'd be like, oh my God. Like, no. Oh. Clearly, you have not seen him in the shower scenes. No! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the other week I was watching um the show Ready for Love or something with, with nephew Tommy. This woman got on there and, you know, talking about somebody saying, they're in a relationship and they talk one part of the other person's side. They talk their side, not the other person. So it said that, you know, she was married um, before. Now she's a divorcee and it had her name there. And she kept on saying, I know one thing I don't want in a relationship. I will never, and this is her, not me. So people don't take this little clip and take this little part of the clip and say, Sean said this. She said, I will never date a guy with a small penis. So she kept saying it over and over again. And I thought they put underneath your name that you're divorced. You're sending out a message to your ex-husband, like, because she kept saying, I will never, I will never do that again. And that's she was like, I'll never things. do it again, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter <laughs> with the little wiener. Yeah. She should have just put his name in there. Exactly, Kiki. She said, I never, I will never. Like she just kept saying, it, and I said, I know whoever knows him and her know. Yeah, she's talking about you, dude. You know, you just blew the whole set for the dude and everybody else. But it's not always about that. I mean, love is love. Small penis and everything. <laughs> okay. Speaking of speaking of penises, um, one out of every sexually active person, people will end up with an STD by the age of 25. Most will not have any symptoms. This segment is brought to you by the Allegheny County <laughs> Health Department. Make sure you know your status, get tested. You can call 412-578-8081. Like LaShawn was like, what? <laughs> shout out to the allegheny county health department because you know i was shout talking out. to valerie valerie starworth and we got to get her on the show numbers have increased absolutely stds stis hiv cases particularly here in allegheny county people. And yeah. young people and seniors, wow. seniors, definitely. So we're going to get Valerie Starworth um, on the show and just talk about that because that's, that's a serious, that's a serious thing. You need to get tested. Um, you know, it's 2021, tested. go and get that ass just, tested. <laughs> you know, just go in there. That, Kiki. Go you get see. that ass tested. Okay. You know, <laughs> use condoms, please. Excuse me. Hey, yeah. Right it's 2021 it is 2021 like come on yeah people still looking at people like oh he's cute oh she's cute for real that's what you're going by cuteness okay Mm -hmm. all right all right so we got you and who the f cares news the aka's are upset they are big mad at hbo and the insecure series for using their logo without their permission it was a fallout of last episode's insecure 
Um, okay, so Amanda Seals, I forget the name of her character, but she plays an AKA. She's always played an AKA, even in the first uh, the first series, the first season. She even did like the AKA, you know, and the call. And I think she and Molly, either she and Molly are sorority sisters or she and another character are sorority sisters and but for this particular episode amanda seals's character was like really repping aka like everything she had pink and green purse pink and green suit and so the executive director of the Out organization of the aka's released a statement saying that they're going to deal with the situation and encourage members not to speak on it any further um the issue is not the wearing of the colors pink and green but the issue is wearing of the shield now being a representative or being a member a financial member of the zeta yeah, you have beta, to put that in there funny yes i do yes <laughs> yeah. um being a financial member of the zeta phi beta sorority incorporated um you know you have to be protective of your shield for copyright and mm-hmm. you know it's just it's, it's it's a shield so we have to protect it and so there are things that you can use publicly but you have to ask for their permission. I mean, I didn't see any fault. If she was repping Zeta, like if she was a Zeta, which I never see celebrities rep Zeta. They always rep AKAs or Delta. And I have a problem with that, but that's another show. So anyway, if she was repping Zeta, I'd be like, do it right. Do it right. right. Mm-hmm. Be finer. Even if you got a fake finer, be finer at all times. Be, be right. Do it right. Um, but, you know, I think one person got upset and then started all this beef and heat and all that. So we, we, we're going to see if uh, if Amanda Seals's character loses her letters in the next episode. <laughs> I think it's I she think be it's a Delta a, next episode. <laughs> yeah, she's going to change up. She, she might just be a Zeta. You don't know. She might be a Zeta. She might come know, out I'm a caller. I'm a caller. Just right. tell her. Just put on some royal. Blue. I think exposure, exposure, exposure. You I know, with the that's a good thing. She hasn't did nothing ratchet. She hasn't done anything. Are there, there are some ratchet AKAs. There's some ratchet sorority, period. So right. she hasn't done any of that. But I understand the whole thing, you know. They just ain't ratchet. Well, yeah. <clears throat> so I get it. And then that <laughs> because you know, you you can't you can't wear like it's it's like any other organization that you can't wear like NFL stuff that has NFL shield on it. If you're on television, like you can wear the Steelers stuff, right, but you just right. can't do the NFL show NFL stuff on there, but you right. can wear a Steelers shirt all day long. So if she wanted to wear pink and green, fine. And then said, didn't say anything about the organization. That's fine. Do what you do. But that was nice of her to have a character and have the, um, Hey lady, and have a, a character on there with a, with a sorority representing a, a, a black, sorority that was nice mm-hmm. of her i thought so um, i thought it was yeah, a compliment but you take know. it off it's okay you know we're a different color we're whatever color you want you know? i'm gonna send her some i'm gonna send her some para i'll make sure i don't why have don't a shield you? on it i'm gonna just send her some para. Just yeah send i mean para. it's not about the color because then people be like you know if you wear pink and green you you can't wear the color like come on don't stop that yeah, no don't do that don't do that that ain't cute so um, we have company we got company mm-hmm. hey company okay. Hey, company. Go ahead, go ahead and introduce yourself, mama. I'm a mute because I have voices in the background. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Hello, ladies, and hello to all the viewers. I'm Latia S. Brock. I'm happy to be here tonight. 
welcome happy to have you sis happy to have you so we're we're still wrapping up hot topics we got three more minutes and then we're going to shine a spotlight on on latia so r kelly is in the news um you know he's still serving his time well you know it it means he may have to give up his grammys um and so that was that wasn't that was the issue um and so according to the chicago sun times the Recording Academy CEO Harvey Mason stated that R. Kelly can keep his awards. He's going to need to sell something to pay off his lawyers. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So you why can't he have his Grammys? You may got to sell them things. You, know? you might have to sell those things. And if you don't remember why he got the Grammys, he won three Grammys. He only has three. Best Male R&B Vocal Performer. Um, best R&B song, best song written for a movie picture, television and visual media. I believe I can fly back in 1998. He only got three. I don't know why I thought he had like eight or nine. You sure he only? Yeah, this it seemed like he had a lot because we've been jamming to his music for a long time. You know, still is. Still, yeah. I feel some kind of way though. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 turn that off, you know. I'd be like, step in the name of love. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be on the floor like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm good. No. Yeah. <laughs> step, step, step. <laughs> <laughs> but shoot, that I believe I, I could fly but, was a tearjerker, man. <laughs> like, no, I used to hear that at funerals every, and stuff. After every kindergartner graduation, I yep. was over it. I was over it. I was like, okay, you can't fly, little Ray Ray. Listen, yeah, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> I, I think um, somebody sung that. I believe my cousin said that at my father's funeral in 1997. And he was like, you got your wings. And he started singing, I believe I can fly. He tore that song up. <laughs> and, then, and then R. Kelly comes on. I'm like, how you going to take daddy's song? But you know, it is what it is. Like, let him have his yeah let him have his I heard a toilet flush did somebody just flush that's toilet? my seat shut up you with your super ears Damn, you hear everything I was like Kiki you it's just my, flush the toilet that was my seat um I saw wrap up. Latina's wrap thing up. was dark I was like oh she didn't went to the bathroom forget oh god Jesus when take the wheel ex-husband no I ain't in the bathroom I'm here you're here. Got engaged. I, thought, I thought heard a toilet flush. I was like, oh, she didn't went to the bathroom, Jesus. <laughs> toilet, Jesus. No, I went before I got on. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Because I'll be getting off in the middle because I got to go. But that's the difference. Go ahead. What, what happened to Wendy Williams' right. husband? Wendy Williams' ex-husband is engaged to his side chick. Shantae Moore and Stephen Hill are now engaged. This is who the F cares news. Nobody really cares. Who, who and is? Nene, and Nene is that. Stephen Hill was the owner was the owner of BET. Uh, oh, right, oh, right, yeah, him, right. Shantae's got a man. Nene's oh. upset with Real Housewives of Atlanta because the girls pitched in two hundred dollars to buy her flowers for Greg's funeral, and Cynthia mm-hmm. Cynthia didn't call her until a week after the funeral. Um, excuse me, Nene. Um, that means they don't like you, mm. Mm. Nene. Uh, let me talk. Let me talk to you. Let me let me let me, t- let me holler at you. Let me just let me holler at you. You ain't got no girl. friends, sis. You ain't got no friends. Just stop, Nene. That's all. Just you ain't got no friends. You, ain't got no friends. you know, she might need a life coach. She does. She does. You just calling out people. You calling out people for for pick for two hundred dollars. I'm not. I'm not. They got doing money. That. They working. He he he. Why are we? 
That's why it's called Who the F Cares News. Flowers. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah, I don't Nobody care, cares. Nene. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take okay. a quick Somebody break. call you two weeks. You ain't the one that jumped on the line be calling people. Get your life, girl. Get your life. I don't know. Okay. Tell Fred to shut up. Okay. He's, he's doing an interview. I don't know why. All right, go ahead. Right now. Anyway, go ahead. why he would do an interview right now, I don't know. I know. Um, so we have, we have Latia Brock on. And she is the founder of the Richardson Foundation. So she's going to talk to us about that. And then she's going to share um, some some new, some information about uh, the untimely death of her brother. Um, she's going to give us a backstory on that. And I believe that a lot of us can, can relate to her story. So hopefully we can offer some comfort and also some information on how to help her. So if, if you know, if, that, if that's how spirits going to lead us, we're going to be dead. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to press mute while you count five. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast of Urban Media today. Just on, that's on you. Did you know untreated chlamydia and gonorrhea can make it so that you or your partner might not be able to become pregnant? Get tested today. Visit Allegheny County Health Department's public health clinic for free and confidential walk-in HIV STD screenings at the Hill District location, 1908 Wiley Avenue. Call 412-578-8081 for more information. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. It's the Hey, Girl, Hey podcast on Urban Media today. Um, we have Latia Brock, who is the founder of the Richardson Foundation, and she's going to talk to us about being the CEO of the Richardson Foundation. Like, Latia wears a lot of hats. Um, like I said, she's a singer. She's a photographer, an author, a life coach. I think she'd be doing hair and nails. Um, yeah. I think she got like chicken, chicken in the I back of the kitchen. Chicken in the back. She got multiple Listen. jobs. Go ahead, Latia. Latia was like, I'm going to be on the show. I was like, what are we talking about? Because. <laughs> what you, you didn't do? What you didn't Girl. do? Y'all are giving me life tonight. Y'all really are. <laughs> You know, I love you, sis. Liddy, Liddy's in the building. What up, Liddy? Y'all are something else. And yes, <laughs> we'll be frying chicken in the spring. So look out for that. That'll be... Um, yes, for you make plates? I don't make plates. I do have a company, Loose Leaf Tea and Food. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can't. I just can't. I can't do this. I can't. Okay. <laughs> look, let me say this because I know there's a lot of people... Um, that watch and that listen, I do want to say, no, I'm not selling plates. No. Put that out there. <laughs> I'm trying to get me shut down before I get started. Let me be great. No. Be great. Well, how do we get the chicken though? We're not talking about chicken. We're not talking about chicken. I'm hungry. We're not talking about chicken. Nourish LLC. Go on the Nourish LLC page. You'll see some holiday specials. This will be not, we're not doing that. What's that on? What's that? Facebook? It is on Facebook. And it's on my website. It's on Meta. It's on Meta. <laughs> it's on Meta. Oh, so Let's I see, want the wait. five for five for a dollar wing. Oh no, we don't do that. You ain't got no wings on it? Not not no five for no dollar. Nah! I'm that, that, that's the special I'm looking for. That's the one I'm oh, well, I apologize. She looking for them. Look, she looking for them hook and fish wings. 
<laughs> you look at the after service special. I've been in the church all my life. That is an after service special. That's an after service, that. yeah. Yes, yes, get the after service. Come on now, praise the, the Lord. The I don't offer that. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll just I'll hold off, but I'll I'll get them wings. Sir. Okay. Oh gosh. You know I'm hungry. Anyway. I just got for work. I'm hungry. So so, so well. So. Latia, I need you to talk to us about the Richardson Foundation and what the Richardson Foundation is, and then share the story about about your brother um, who just recently passed away. Okay, I'm going to press mute. You go ahead. Okay, it's still it's still fresh. Um, I'll start with the Richardson Foundation first. Richardson Foundation um, was formerly known as my nonprofit, Cloaked in Favor. Um, So the Richardson Foundation is going to take over the work that. I've been blessed to do for the past 10 years. That's the back to school events. That's our annual Christmas party. Um, We've been featured in the Courier. We've been featured on the news, Um, just being able to bless people. One thing, and I mentioned it before, my dad's a pastor, but one thing that always touched me was that before Jesus did a lot of his miracles, he touched the natural needs of people. Um, It's easy to get to Jesus when you got pampers for your babies, when you got milk, You know, when you have gas money for your car, when you have a car. I've been blessed in my journey um, to connect with the Barco Foundation. I was a single mother at that time of two children, didn't have a car, was in school full time, and didn't know how I was going to get around. And they actually blessed me with my dream car at the time, which was a Dodge Intrepid. And that touched my heart. So I knew from there, I said, I need to give back. And that started my mission with Cloaked in Favor. Um, Over the years, I knew I wanted to change the dynamic as God continued to bless me. I wanted to be a blessing to other people. So Richardson Foundation was birthed in honor of my grandmother. That is her maiden name. So that's our family name. If I got any cousins out there, hey, Richardsons. Um, Mm -hmm. But the Richardson Foundation is going to do just that. Help those mothers, help those parents, help, you know, those families that are in need. Sometimes the need isn't always food. You know, I was a single mother and still a single mother of five now. And people always assume, y'all hungry? No, we ain't hungry. (laughs) We got the food part covered. Sometimes you do need that little bit of money to make it through the week with gas. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need a little help making, you know, getting uniforms, things of that nature. So we're going to go more so towards philanthropy and the financial aspects of help than the resources that we provided in the past. So we're doing a launch 2022, spring of 2022. We'll be doing our official launch. Uh, to just let people know, hey, we're here. We've changed the name, but we're still doing the same mission and let people know how they can get connected. And this awesome. serves just the Pittsburgh metro area or does it just serve anyone in Everybody. need? Um, ultimately, the place that I feel God has called me to is Homewood. I'm from Homewood, okay. um, so the east side. But our church, my father's church is over in Belsuver. Um, I do travel. Uh, Cloaked in Favor has been blessed to help those in Ghana, India, Pakistan most recently, um, and Ghana will actually be building a resource center. Um, and then here I'm looking for a space and building of my own. Um, I'm grateful to my children because they have accommodated mommy so many times they would come home and there's boxes of all kinds of stuff. Um, for the last two Christmases, we gave away Christmas trees. So we, we spent, you know, the last couple months of the year tripping over trees. <laughs> so we need a space. That's my yeah. goal, to get a building where I can house all of this stuff and don't have to do it out of the living room, out of the dining room. Um, I'm grateful, but I've outgrown my home to be able to do this type of work. Right. Absolutely. That's that awesome. Thank you. Really, really I'm nice. So, your, your good friend, Ashley Moorefield, checked in 
Um, and she's someone that is so close to you and, and you all share a story similar. And that's how you build your ministries. You have to, you have to be tested through the testimony. You have to walk through it. I can't believe anything you saying, if you don't have cuts on your feet, if you don't have blisters and, 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 and calluses and stuff like that, I can't believe it. And if your nails are clean, I don't believe that you share a story. So I, I definitely am going to pray for you and um, and continue to to support you in every way. You know that, you know, you know, you are right. Girl, you are. No, she's right. going at you guys. It's not like that uh, that word that you hear from people that says, oh, I got your back. No, Kiki really shows up. She's very present. Yeah. She was a mentor to my daughter. My daughter was in, um, I had a daughter in phase one. I had a daughter in Westinghouse Middle School. She's very good at keeping a word. And I appreciate that. Appreciate no problem. No problem. So this is the time we're going to change. <laughs> tell us, uh, tell us what's on your heart. Um, so honestly, I don't want to focus too much on the um, cause at this time, because we don't know the actual cause. But unfortunately, on October 16th, I did bury my little brother. And I say little brother, even though he's taller than me and much bigger and bulkier than me. Um, he was 31 years old. And I'm grateful to say that within the last years of his life, in the last, this year especially, he had changed his life. Um, but it was an untimely death. I talked to my brother September 25th, and by September 29th, we had gotten word that he passed and found out that he actually passed on the 27th. So there's still a lot of questions that we um, don't have answers to, but I want to focus on my brother's legacy. My brother uh, was my father's namesake. He started a record company. I was able to help him publish his book. And just to give a little backstory, because I know it's going to be for those that know and for those that will see, you know, future posts. My brother was in and out of jail from a young age, and he did end up turning his life around. But if you would Google, you're like, oh, well, he, you know, had run-ins with the law. But I do believe that people can change. Um, during the last, I'll say, six months of his life, he did join the labor union. Um, he's always written. And for those of us that have had loved ones in the prison system, we know sometimes it's a revolving door. They come home, they do well for a while, they mm -hmm. go right back. But this time, it was something different. I could see it in his eyes. He was motivated. He was working towards a goal. And ultimately, he left Pittsburgh for the weekend, we thought. And when he left, we got word that he got into some trouble. Um, we heard from him briefly. Then my father got a call saying that my brother had passed away. So I've asked people on social media, and of course, I've heard so many things. Pittsburgh is so small. I say it all the time. I've heard how my brother has died. I've heard um, people's speculations. I get the, how'd he go? At this time, I'm asking people to just be calm with us. Pray with us. If you can't do nothing else, pray for us. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Don't ask people. When you see something, you know, sometimes it's hard to find out on social media. But when you see something on social media, everything is not for you to respond on, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. message about, to assume about, mm -hmm. to make a story about. Um, because right now we are taking the time to grieve, pray, and prepare, mm -hmm. you know, to figure out how how he truly passed. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing I wanted to focus on with his life, my brother, while he was in jail this past time, I was blessed to be able to publish his book through my publishing company, um, one of many. Uh, the first book was Amber Learns the Alphabet. So I published that book, but having the task of cleaning out his townhome, 
I found other books, of course, that I knew he had, poems, um, programming, um, a nonprofit that he wanted to start himself. Mm -hmm. and I get to that point because I'm a certified life coach and I get to that point where I'm like, you know what, God, why? You know, you get to that point where you've coached other people through their hurt. And now I'm just like, Lord, why now? Because he seemed like he was on the right path. Um, but I want people to know that one of his, I'm not going to birth his nonprofit because I can't assume that work. Uh, I've never been in jail, knock on wood. I'm never going, you know, down for any crimes or anything of that nature. So I don't know that life. I do a, right. do a lot of work, you know, with the prison system. But my goal is to incorporate some of the ideas that he had for those that are coming home that have been incarcerated. Um, I don't know about anybody else. If we're being honest, anybody that knows and watches me, I'm an honest person. I've dated men who have been in the prison system. It's a hard thing to do at times, to come home after being locked up for 10, 20, five, eight, two years, and you're thrown back into everyday life. A lot of people do not bounce back. Um, through Cloaked in Favor, we sent materials. Uh, I sent my first book to Arizona, and it just struck me. I said, grown men are sitting there reading my book on lemons and working through the exercises. Um, mm -hmm. I always try to also bring to light that people in prison, people in jail, it's not that they're horrible people. Yes, people have committed crimes. I get that. Yeah. I'm not dismissing that at all. Some folks need to be, you know, institutionalized, handle whatever they need to handle. But I do believe there should be plans, uh, classes, things in place to help people. Absolutely. Help. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 That's what I'm on. Yep. That's what I'm on. Focusing on my brother's legacy more so the past I want to rest in the present and then incorporate some of the things that he had for those that have been in prison I don't want to throw people away you know you come mm -hmm. home and it's like here you go yeah well it's the, it's the numbers it's the numbers game it's it's the numbers with the money the numbers with the population um you know it it it, it definitely has something to do with the numbers. It's not about the person and the person's life and the and the families that they have that are attached. Because Absolutely. when you see a lot of these instances that happen to the inmates when they're incarcerated, the, mm -hmm. even the 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 reaction from people is like, well, and it's like that's somebody's child, that's somebody's father, that's somebody's brother, baby, baby that's, sister, that's aunt, grandmother, that's somebody's person. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what they did, yes, you commit a crime, you should do the time. I agree as well, but they're still human. We protect dogs that are left in a car. Right. Listen, I Crazy. said Mike Vick did time for Come dog on. fighting. Come on. And I love I love pets and animals. And I, I joke sometimes because my sister said, when you really get famous, you're gonna be wearing you're able to wear your furs. And I said, girl. I said, I love pets and animals. I said, but sometimes I do agree. We give Fluffy yeah. more love than we give yep. our brothers and sisters. Yeah. And I've done work with the ACLU. To me, it's disheartening to bring people home and set them up for failure. Mm -hmm. A lot of these men and women at times don't have a place to go, don't right. have job placement, you know, no. don't know how to navigate. My brother came home after spending like a good bit of his life in and out of the system. Yeah. And Thank God, you know, I was able to <laughs> take a deep breath and say, you can stay here for this time frame. We'll help you. But not everybody has that. 
Right. Right. So how can we, if we truly say that we believe in Jesus, if we truly say that we believe in, you know, being a good person, how can we just be a good human? And at Mm -hmm. this point, help those that are coming home with real resources that they can actually use. Mm -hmm. People don't compare. They don't look at that and compare it to that. Like they look Mm -hmm. at it as two, as two separate things. Um, you know, this doesn't mean that, you know, and, and you do have people because they have an incarcerated mindset that their mind isn't, it, it's not on a level that you and I, like their, 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 their capabilities of understanding reality is so off. Yeah, it depends like, on when they went into jail. If they go in at and, 17, they come out at 17. Yeah, and they come out at 17. You know, I know the story personally. I know the story personally. And I, and I believe that the the I honestly believe and this is my personal opinion that the reason why these facilities the prison systems don't you know they they make effort to kind of rehab a little bit but not too much why because they got to go back and mm-hmm. when they go back they need heads and beds yeah. do you know what I'm saying like I and so it, it, I just they don't they don't do so much to fully rehab and so now it's up to families it's, who suffer um, in law and, and who suffer from laws who have to come up and spend their blood, sweat, and tears, time, and money to form formulate these organizations that help keep their loved ones and others out of mm-hmm. prison. But yep. you don't have any help. There's no help. And pavement, and I think more of it's going to come by being vocal. One thing that I'm not able to do, and I haven't been able to do for a while, is be quiet on certain things. I have 15 year old boys that hang around here on the east side. Um, a couple of them started, you know, this summer they did mm. selling water and last summer selling water. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, you really got to buy all those cases of water and coolers. I'd rather them sell water than drugs. Right. right. You know, I'd rather, it's, if they're going to be on the corner, part. let's be on the corner making a dollar. One, that I help start a landscape, landscaping company, put them in yeah. touch with other people because at the end of the day, I know you need money to sit up here and act like, you know, media doesn't have an effect on people is a lie. young men because a lot of times it is the young men that that, that gets in trouble Mm -hmm. i said how can we stop that system that's in place oh you're not gonna be much if you don't go to college you don't go to the military you're probably gonna be in jail let's stop Mm -hmm. that let's stop early let's put Mm -hmm. in place to make people successful so Mm -hmm. prayerfully that's the work that i'll be doing in my brother's honor using you know some of his ideas that he's formulated i did make him a promise i told him when he was in i would publish his works. So I'm going to keep mm-hmm. that going because he does have children. He has children mm-hmm. that he has to still provide for. I'm not rich yet. Mm-hmm. His legacy. You're on your way. You know, you will yeah. What'd you say, Jerry? Nah, when she said she was rich, I said, you will get there. You know, <laughs> the, the mindset that you have, motivation and dedication, you know, it's inspiring to everybody, you know, so. And, and, and don't get, do. sorry, and don't get don't get what she said twisted about being rich. Don't, don't compare that to being money related Yeah. because people pay attention to success. Mm-hmm. People don't pay attention to the struggle. They want the success. They don't want to see how you got there. They want right. you to tell them, how do we get there? I don't want to know how you got there. Just, just get me to where you are. And so when she says rich, I, I translated that as successful because I'm able to, you, now you can hear me because you can't hear me when I'm out here on yeah. an air mattress tripping <laughs> over Christmas trees, this room, right? 
you know what I'm saying? Selling waters on the Yeah. I say that often because people, they always want to know about the glory. Mm-hmm. And they never want to endure. If I mm-hmm. and I told God because I couldn't wrap my head around my 31 year old brother laying in that box, I'm like, "You're lying in this box before me." And I couldn't wrap my head around it. I said, "You know what, God?" People always say. I had a young woman tell me last year. She said, "You have a great life." I said, "Sis, you don't know my life. You don't know what mm-hmm. I post. We post on social media. People don't post their flaws. I posted and was very open when I got divorced." I was very open about single motherhood, but y'all don't know days that I had to scrape and scrap, and, you know, right. air and right. bigger mm-hmm. things. We don't put that out there. We don't put that out there. I'm very open with my journey, but it has not been easy. I don't take mm-hmm. anything for granted. I'm raising five children during this very real pandemic that people don't think exist by my lonely. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it gets real. And then to mm-hmm. assume the role of doing this work, I did one, um, I did a workshop with the ACLU and I was just shocked because I was instantly put into a space and I was like, okay, God, and the work that I was called to do for that day, I was just shocked because of hearing the horror stories that other people have to go through in these systems, roaches, rats, no food. If we're looking Mm -hmm. on social media, you see one of the prison systems right now is being called out heavily. Yep. So these are real stories that even though they're not always posted on social media, you see a person's glory, but you don't know their whole story. You don't know how they got yeah. there. So pray for them, but don't wish your life, wish, you know, have somebody else's life. Shout right. to, um, before y'all ask questions, shout out to Diane Daniel. Shout out to Miss Diane. I love her. Um, uh, voting is important. Yeah. She said, we are electing judges uh, Thursday, general election. I'm sorry, Tuesday, not Thursday, Tuesday. wrong glasses. Tuesday, November 2nd, Tuesday, go out and vote. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Absolutely. Uh, our voice is important. And there are a lot of judges on the ballot. I didn't even realize that there were Republican and Democratic judges. I didn't know Definitely. that. Definitely. I had no idea. Different. Your vote matters. Your vote helps put those people in place that puts mm-hmm. little Pookie and Ray Ray behind bars. Right. Right. So that, that's the decision between who goes to jail and who gets the rehab services that they really need. Some of this stuff even is mental health. And that's coming in 2022 too. I want to mm-hmm. talk about that. Because again, being in the church all my life, we can't Jesus everything away anymore. Some right. people have mental issues that mm-hmm. need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. we have five, five minutes. power yeah. So. Yeah, we got five minutes. Y'all go ahead, John, for question. How has um, you know, your children helped you with everything that's been going on with your nonprofit and your brother's death? And how did they keep motivated? How now you really about to make me cry. You were about to make me cry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Those are her heart. Yeah. Mm. My babies are so amazing. Oh my gosh. I'm about to fight That's all right. Jerry. That's all right. That's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my babies are so amazing. My babies are world changers. I told them from the time they were in my stomach that oh, they were world it. changers. No, for real. Because people don't That's understand right. what you name your child will carry on with that child for the rest of their days. I named them. They all have four names, but they have names with meaning. And they are so amazing because we have been through so much. Like I said, I had two daughters when I first started I was a teen mom I had Amber in my senior year of high school with a full scholarship I was a teen mom then I had another child by 21 then I got married because that's what you're told to do in the church get married and then I made the choice to get divorced so I found myself back at single motherhood but my babies 
They pray for me. They love on me. They hold me accountable. We have fun together. You know, there's sometimes Amber will be joking. That's my oldest. We'll be joking. And she's like, oh, I forget you're a young mom. I'm like, yeah, I'm still young. I still got it. I can't get it. (laughs) But they're so amazing. They are my blessings. And on Mm -hmm. those days where I feel like I can't do it, my son, my only son, he'll come in. Mommy, I love you. Mommy, you're beautiful. Mommy, you got this. And like I said, they do know the Lord. So they come in with the word of prayer. Mm-hmm. They come right. in with affirmations. They come mm-hmm. in telling me, uh-uh, get it together, Ma. <laughs> we got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And I give them that space. I'm not that stay in a child's place, Mom. I let them speak freely to an extent. Right. And I right. let them tell me, Mommy, when you did this, it hurt my feelings. Or Mommy, maybe you should do it that way. But my babies, they have been amazing. We're all going, and I say this again, we're all going to therapy. Because right. we've been through a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. So I can't amazing. dismiss their feelings, but they are my, oh my God, I'm so happy to see the work that they're going to do in the world. And Leah didn't publish a book already. Amber has her own podcast, Hype Media, nonprofit yeah. organization she started. She got the Ben Carson Scholarship. Well, they're a product of their mama. Like, they're yeah. product of their mama. kids. Like, yeah. dope kids. I can't. I mean, come on. Definitely. So we're, we're at the end of the show and I, we, we have, you may, you're definitely going to have to come back um, because there's so Absolutely. much more we want to cover. Um, Latia, I, I need you to give us not all of your handles. Can you just give us like your main? Just Latia. Because you got like 20. <laughs> you like selling chicken boxes and I'm church fans. Like boxes. No more chicken boxes. Um, chicken boxes no. Church fans. no, no. Latia S. Brock on all social media platforms. Um, to connect with my music is Tina James with two N's. And then if you go on my website, www.tiafrock.com, you'll be able to see everything. You'll be able to see all 50 jobs, all 50 organizations, everything. <laughs> L-Y-T-I-A, B-R-O-C-K. So make sure you shout her out. She is the founder of the Richardson Foundation. Yes. Please keep her and her family in your prayers. And stop asking stupid questions. Stop. Don't stop. Ask no questions. Just pray. Please stop. Stop. Just pray. <laughs> just, just pray. pray. <laughs> it's the it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown, and I'm the chatter chick, Lashawn, and I'm your millennial chick, Jeer <laughs> And Latia, we have a, a chick name for you, the Liddy Chick. The oh, Liddy Liddy chick. Chick. I'm gonna get that on a hoodie. She's <laughs> the Liddy Chick. She's the Liddy Chick. We're getting Liddy with the Liddy Chick. Love it. Love yes. it. Love your energy. Us. Love your energy. Find yes. us on social media. We're on all the streaming uh, platforms. Make sure you get at us. Listen to us every Saturday at 9:30 a.m. on Urban Media Today Radio via Live 365 and tune in. Of course, Urban Media Today Talk Sports is next. So that's why we got to get out of here. So we appreciate you, Latia, for just just coming in and just blessing us. Thank Love you. Guys. you. And and how many wings you want, Sean? How many? I want the Listen, five, check out the four dollars. She wants the five for a dollar. Beat me up. Oh yeah, yeah, after the revival. Ooh, I done caught the spirit on that one, girl. I'm gonna fill out my chair. I'm about to take off running. Ooh, I'm about to take off running. <laughs> yes. Don't you know no good. Don't you know no good. 
to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl, Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.